My mother loved durian, but my grandfather loved durian cake. So every year during the fruits, the durian season, my mother would make durian cake and send it to Singapore for my grandfather. That day of making durian cake was a very exciting day for all of us children. What my mother did was to order a lorry of durian from uh, somewhere in Bali Pulau and when the durian arrived all the staff working in my uh, grandfather's office would come and help they will they they would bring the durian from the car park up to the kitchen some somewhere outside the kitchen and there is a big washing area also there was a big stove the stove is about uh, as big as uh, a small table and it was about a thing about 30 inches high high is a small table and you could stand on the stove and uh, we have a metal pot we have a big metal pot that is placed on the stove and uh, the pot is always around but and it was used only once a year now once the durian arrived my mother would say okay all of you each of you go and take one and enjoy yourself and she would run the place like a captain of a ship onwards many of the people were greedy they they want the best of the durian so if they pick one and choose the one that they don't like he would try to choose another one and uh, my mother would scold them he say all of you if i say you choose one you choose one he will choose the good one and left the bad one for the koi then the koi won't taste good so she they all have to listen to her like a captain and after they open the durian they would use a rattan sheaf uh, under the sheaf is a bucket and they would wrap the durian on the mat on the rattan sheaf so that the flesh drop into the bucket easily about five six of the people would do that another five or six open the durian pass it to them and they slowly uh, do the rubbing the flesh to the bucket and after that they would pour the 
durian flesh, soft, you know, pulpy one, into the pot. Under the pot, uh, uh, of were fire. We use charcoal to burn the fire slowly, and then two men uh, standing at each end of the pot on the stove would start to stir the the pot with stirrer. The stirrer is looks like something like a. Uh, uh, the, the thing that you do to roll the boat, you know, the sampan, uh, paddle or whatever. At the beginning, it was quite easy because it was soft and, and, and watery. And mother would add sugar and I believe some uh, this uh, flour into the pot. And they start rolling slowly. It'll take them about maybe two, three hours, you know, for them to continue to stir. And she would supervise them, make sure that they stir the bottom of the pot so that there are no burned area. Uh, and uh, as uh, the the durian cake uh, begin to turn brownish is really very stiff so the men there keep changing you know they feel very tired very easily and they keep changing and my mother would supervise that okay now you do now is your turn now is your turn until she tasted the thing and became satisfied with the koi and she would say, okay, let's stop here. Then they would let the thing cool down. The, the durian cake would be put into metal tin ready-made metal tin specially ordered and uh, I think I uh, usually seven or eight of them you know. and later seal seal with a metal cap and send to Singapore by ship the Durian making days was the happy days of our children because we will eat, we have a chance to eat a lot of durian. And uh, because we were uh, children, so my mother somehow closed one eyes. Uh, so they let, they let us have uh, good durian. And uh, some of the staff I think quietly look for good one and hide somewhere and my mother although was a captain I think she was a captain that closed one eye at the right moment so overall making durian is a very memorable affair
And I don't take durian cake very often now because the best of the durian cake that I've tasted was from my mother. So you can imagine now I miss her durian cake, but the substitute durian cake are no good. Other than making durian cake, my mother was also expert in making Chinese New Year cookie. Her specialty was in making kuih cake and kuih kapek. And uh, those were also happy days for children who love to eat this kuih. Uh, she was very particular with the ingredient and as I was saying before she would start at the level of coconut milk her cake always start at the level of coconut milk our own coconut so when she uh, make uh, uh, this uh, Chinese New Year kuih uh, the Indian man would come and cut the coconut and then she would start to prepare the we don't involve the man from the office when we make this we would involve our aunties and other women good friends who would come to help and then they would share the the, the, the cakes uh, maybe they make into a number of teens and then they take some my mother took some and uh, our family helper the domestic helper always feel very frightened headache when my mother say want to make cake because my mother was very strict in when they when she make those cake no more laughter no more jokes very serious again acting like a captain she would prepare the recipe make sure they do everything properly and then when we make kuekapega it was like this it was made outside the the kitchen on the outer kitchen they would uh, put a sheet a sheet of zinc on the floor and then on the top of the on top of the zinc a charcoal they'll burn the charcoal and then they'll lay bricks at the end of the zinc plate and in the middle there's always this uh, piece of long iron that she uh, kept somewhere in the kitchen uh, uh, for, for the purpose of this so she would take out this iron and then 
all the quick-upic mold after they clean it, they would start to dry it uh, on on that that uh, fireplace to make sure that it's dry. Then they would rub it with uh, coconut oil, with uh, chopstick tie with uh, this uh, some cloth and wrap the this uh, uh, quick pick mold and then get ready the shape of a quick pick mold is like a scissor you know you imagine a scissor you open and the end of the scissor are two flat rounded uh, mold and uh, engraved with very nice pattern and you bring that to a bucket of uh, coconut milk mixed with sugar with uh, flour and other ingredients I think also pandan I think a type of leaf with good fragrance you bring it there and then you use a big spoon to pour to scoop the coconut milk coconut milk onto the mold and then you close it because the mold is ready uh, heated you can feel that it closed and then it was slightly on the warm side but not ready so you bring that mold on to the fireplace and an experienced person like my mother could control about five or six mold at the same time and the opposite side is another woman usually an auntie also controlling about five or six they would control the fire turn the mold and look at the color of the coconut milk that spill onto the edge of the mold and then when it is ready they would they would open it use their fingertip to to peel it out and throw it to somebody who is sitting beside them the person is sitting on uh, on the floor with a very low stool uh, and then when the person catch the newly made quicker pig you have to pull pull them into a quarter size and um, and then not too strongly or not too uh, gently my mother insists that it has to be the right thickness when you pour so that when you eat if it is too tight uh, it, it, it too hard if it is too soft then it cracks too easily so she has very high quality standard and the person who do the folding often get scolded lah you know so 
and everybody very scared, very tense, you know. Uh, but the children were different. I was the naughty second king, and you know what I, what I love most. Uh, I love most is to eat what we call the kwekapek pea. Kwekapek pea. I don't know how to say it in English. Okay, kwekapek pea is the is the thing they scrap from the mold of the kwekapek mold. That spill out coconut. That spill out before they open. They use a knife to scrape those uh, pea, quick uh, 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 pea on a piece of paper, and they collect there. Oh, those were slightly burned and beautifully tasted. You know, uh, you. You can't buy that anymore, but those were the best of the kwekapek. To me, eating kwekapek pea is much more enjoyable than eating kwekapek. But nobody is selling them, unfortunately. And I think very few people know what is kwekapek pea, and I also don't know how to translate that. And uh, that is the best ingredient, and uh, especially for children. And the kwekapek pea disappeared quickly after kwekapek were made. And um, the kwekapek were arranged into the tin, you know, like Milo tin. Ah, uh, uh, the arrange. They stack it up inside the Milo tin, and then they were closed. And uh, they were in those days. They were New Year gift. On top of the tin, they would cut a very nice red color paper and stick on it. And uh, during New Year, they'll bring one tin to their close friend. Oh. Happy New Year to you, ah! Huh? This is the cake that I made, and my mother's friend, many of them, were waiting for a quick cupcake. Oh, yours uh, are you better than any other quick cupcake that they can buy? So my mother was very proud of a quick cupcake. The process of making kuih mangke was completely different from the process of making kuih kapek. But the ingredients were basically the same. Uh, flour, sugar, coconut milk, and some other thing that actually I wasn't sure. And um, the 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 flour was the main ingredient, and they were mixed and make into something like a dough, you know, the dough that you make bread. And uh, my the 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 person who is very good at that is my washerwoman. We call Achim. 
uh, that is uh, very good at uh, uh, mixing the dough and make sure that they're completely mixed and they were uh, really at the right concentration. Uh, to the preparation was like this. Uh, if we, my mother would have a big uh, pot, and inside the pot, she put sand. Under the pot, she would build fire to burn the sand, so the, the sand is hot. The pot is a big one. Then she has a few rounded metal pieces, like a, like a plate, but it's completely flat. And, and uh, there are two sides that is uh, pro protruding, and you use that, you know, uh, to place on the sand to build them, to, to, to heat them. So, what we do is like this. The kueh bang cake were made by kueh bang cake mold. They were wooden, uh, long wooden uh, mold. Uh, how do I describe it? Uh, maybe about one foot and then thick. Uh, uh, imagine uh, like a long box, you know, wooden long box, but it's made of wood, and the mold were carved inside. You know, there are many interesting uh, animal like cicada or rabbit or or some nice animal shape. And uh, when the dough were ready, they were rolled into small ball and placed and pushed inside the mold. So the mold, one roll of mold has about four or five or six uh, mold. Uh, you push all of them inside the dough, push all inside. And then you use a knife to slide the extra away. Then you reverse the mold and heat on a small stool and the koi will drop soft, gentle drop on the piece of paper and they place that koi bang cake, uncooked one on the metal piece, circular metal piece. Then they would gently uh, take the uh, metal piece and put them inside the big pot uh, on top of the sand and let it burn slowly. The temperature of the sand is what control the kuibang cake. Too hot, it burn. Too, too cold, it cannot cook. So my mother would control that 
very carefully and uh, make sure she has the best kuibang uh, cake. Overall, uh, her kuibang cake is another high quality product that loved by her friends and relatives. And as usual, we we pack them into tin and we give them away during Chinese New Year. So my mother was actually very capable and very good cook. Among her peers, among the aunties, among the friends, she, according to what I heard, has the top quality durian cake, kuih bang cake, and kuih kapit. Thank you for listening.